This is the Unique Dog Experience Rainy Day Tips and Tricks segment with Premier Dog Trainer Deborah Rosen of Good Citizen Dog. Thanks for listening to Dog Dish. I'm Deborah Rosen. For the past 15 years, as founder and owner of Good Citizen Dog, I've been helping people by educating them about the science of canine behavior. What I'm going to do is help you create peaceful living with your dog. Hi, I'm Dina, and I'm producing Dog Dish with Deborah. I'm here to help Deborah give you everything you need to have for peaceful living with your dog. This is Deborah Rosen. You are listening to Dog Dish. We're here today to give out some rainy day tips and tricks. I'm here with my producer, Dina. Hey, everybody. How are you guys today? Hey, Dee, I'm excited for our rainy day tips and tricks. Yes, and you know, it's not just about rainy days. Winter's coming, and you will all be spending a little bit more time with your dogs indoors, and it's extremely important to have activities for them to do so they don't get bored. Yes, it is, because when they're looking at you with those big puppy dog eyes and you don't want to go outside, we can keep them busy. Right. If they're not busy, Dina, you know what happens. Naughtiness. Yeah, they get into all kinds of trouble. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, when, or they're bored. That's when nice shoes get chewed and rugs get destroyed, and we don't want any of that. So it's important, folks, to engage your dogs, even during the times when it's not as nice out and you don't feel like going for those five-mile walks with them. One of the most important things, I think, is to give them some indoor activities. One of the things I love to do most with dogs is increase their vocabulary. Oh, that's a really great idea. How does one increase the vocabulary? Well, basically you take things or objects that they already know that are predestined to increase and create enthusiasm, like their favorite toy. Or if you have a dog that's ball obsessed, you take one of their balls and you name it. You give each object its own special name. Like maybe Ethan or Gunther? Ethan or Gunther, good. Yeah, (laughs) right, Dina. (laughs) Where'd you come up with that? <laughs> and we say, well, I like Gunther. Okay, I like Gunther. Yeah. Say, say to the dog, Gunther, and show them the object. And they're going to wag their tail, and you're going to toss it. They're going to go get it because they're ball obsessed, and bring it back to you. And you're going to say, that's great. You did a great job. You're going to take Gunther again, and you're going to say, look at Gunther. And you're going to toss him. And you may, you may toss him a little bit further just to get the dog even more amped up. Of course, Gunther will come back. Dina's looking at me with... with, I'm so excited, folks, honestly, because it's really fun to do this, and I have done it with my dog, and I've seen people do it. And we have such big smiles, you can't see it, but I hope you can hear it, because it really is a great joy to do these brain activities and these brain games with your dog. It is. It really is. So you're going to take the ball, you're going to give it a name, and then basically you're going to take every other really exciting toy that the dog has that it likes a lot, and you're going to name those toys as well. Each one will have its own identity and the dog's vocabulary will start developing by virtue of all that. How long can you play this game with your dog before you would want to move to the next level? I'd say the first time out just to make sure the dog knows the name of each individual toy and I wouldn't start with more than 
say, two or three at the beginning to name two or three objects. And then once you've done that and you've given each one its own time frame, like I'd say, spend five to ten minutes on each one. Then stop. Put the toys away, which is really important, by the way. If you leave things lying around, folks, they become like a piece of furniture. And the dog gets pretty much what we call in, in, in the training world habituated to it, meaning it's just not a big deal anymore. But in order to keep the energy packed into that object or that toy, put it away. And then every time you bring it out, the dog gets all excited again because it hasn't seen it for a while. Boy, Deborah, I think that is a fantastic add to the tips and tricks on our not-so-great days out. And then would we be throwing treats in there, too? Would we be adding in any reward uh, on top of naming the toy or tossing the toy around? Absolutely. Excellent. When? Because we're positive reward-based training. That's what we do. So, of course, you need to throw in a reward when the dog has done what you want. In some cases, though, I will say to you, you don't necessarily want to treat a dog that's absolute highest value is the ball itself because you're actually interrupting its thought process. If you have a dog that cares more about its ball than it does about treats, forget the treats. The ball and the activity you're doing with that ball becomes the reward. Wow, Deborah, I think that is a fantastic tip. Well, I think we're going to leave it there for today, and then we're going to come back and visit adding in some scent work. I agree. Excellent. Thank you guys for listening so much to Rainy Day Tips and Tricks on Dog Dish with Deborah. For 15 years, Good Citizen Dog has been the premier destination for dog training. Good Citizen uses the most modern, positive, reward-based training techniques. Good Citizen Dog is creating peaceful living with your dog. For more information about services, go to goodcitizendog.com. That's Citizen with a Z. Or call 855-936-3649. That's 855-936-3649. Thank you for tuning in to the Unique Dog Experience. For all things Unique Dogs, visit UniqueDogs.com. That's U-N-E-E-K-D-O-G-S.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and our podcast is available on iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud.